Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's <laughs> something very specific I want to focus on this morning, but I want to know is are there any questions? Is there anybody who's stuck in a loop? Is there anything from the other days or can I just run off on a new tangent? Anything hanging around? That's two hands up, Michael, I think. It looks like a stretch, but I'm beginning to think there's hands up there. Yeah, I think I have them stuck in a loop. Okay, tell us. You said something last time down in Florida. Was it Florida? Yeah, February was cashing retreat. That we have this... Uh, sorry. Yeah. The time loop. Yeah. Where it's just playing out. Yes. We're watching it as it unfolds. Yes. So then I, I'm going to go a little story here just to kind of get a context. <clears throat> so I'm at this lacrosse game. And she's playing. Her son's playing. Right? And they've had some battling with the coaches the whole time. Really fighting. Real bad. Toxic environment. You know? So we're there. He's... Very good goalie, very good. And and the one guy gets hurt. Oh, they're gonna put him in. They don't put him in. The second guy gets not playing well. Just you know, and they don't put him in. You know. Yeah. Oh my God, it must be really tough on him to you know go through all this, right? Yeah. And we're and we're in the stands. We're standing for them winning. We're standing for the goalies. We're standing for the coaches. We're standing for. We have some kind of say in what's happening in this game. Right? And after the game's over, I'm standing there. I'm thinking all these things I can say to him to support him, and I'm gonna, you, know, you should stand up for yourself, or you know, you maybe leave because you know, all these different stories are running. And then I hear this voice says, "And you think laughing, jocular, laughing, and you think you could have made a difference? How that game? <laughs> yes, right? Yes." And I thought about that, and I was like. Wow, something shifted. So I could now be with him. Yes. So that no matter what, how he looked at it, it wasn't me telling him how to do it or giving my advice or giving my experience or my wisdom and all this stuff. Beautiful. So I understand this concept of pure consciousness is moving everything. And then the human condition or the individual consciousness, like a gov, is on top of it. And we're having our experience of it. Each of us has our own different experience of what that looks like. But we're really not changing anything in pure consciousness. Not really. Right. So, at the same realization of expansion that I got open <coughs> to be able to see how to be with him, and I just yeah, let him be with whatever experiences he was. Yes. Something in the back of me also said, you can't change anything. You're, you're an amusement park. Uh -huh. An amusement park, the roller coaster is going to go the way the roller coaster is going to go. Yes. yes. I can stand up on it, I can sit in the back, I can share it with a friend. Yes. But I can't decide where it's going. That's right. And something in me was like, wow, what am I teaching about manifestation for? Why, why would you want to? You can't manifest anything. What's the point? In truth, you can't. What's the point? It's kind of what. And that was kind of where that apathy that we were talking about oh, yeah. came from. Oh, oh, 
The apathy that I couldn't put my finger on yesterday. Oh, yeah. from yesterday. Oh, okay. The apathy of... Uh, what's the point? I was so into teaching this class on <laughs> manifesting from energy, you know, and I, I did teach it. Okay, you know, it was great. But yeah, it's great. Now I'm like, what's the sense of doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just riding the roller coaster, and I'm not having any effect in this game. Why am I even watching this game, really, you know? What the hell am I sitting here watching this game for? I'm just sitting in the audience. I'm not playing the game. Yeah. Who's playing the game? Yeah. Who's so, <laughs> not first? <laughs> that's this concept of, and then yesterday you said, oh, well, the, if you didn't have the dual part, the dual part, then the wants of the dual part, then the, this other part wouldn't create it. So I'm like, oh, well, my game's back on again. <laughs> <laughs> I can create the quick and not dual. So you see the loop I'm in. I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Am I creating or am I not creating? If it's already happened, then I'm not creating. And I'm there we go. There we go. Depends on where you look from. Uh, Depends where you look from. So in that moment, <clears throat> at the end of the game, your perception was completely out of the, the jewel. I am separate, therefore I am creating my reality. You were completely out of it. And the knowing, I'm only riding along. I am not changing a friggin' thing. I haven't. I have no capacity to create anything. That's the non-dual truth. That's the reality. That's the reality. So there was a complete and total absence of any sense of one who could do something, who could make change happen. Completely gone and the obviousness of you can't impact on anything showed up. But if that's clouded over by oh, may maybe I can improve my life because that will be underpinned by the desire for something better. And so you cloud out the natural movement of consciousness with the, with the idea, this, this radio station of the jewel is playing louder. So now I'm believing that show. What show are you believing? They've got two different... And that, that's, that's the spiritual bypassing problem. There are two entirely different radio stations or channels or perspectives or way of viewing the world. And they constantly contradict each other. Because one is everything is connected and one, the other one is everything is separate. One is there's no I and the other says your I is in charge of everything. It's entirely paradoxical. Or contradictory or whatever we the right term there. So what are you looking for? Where are you looking from? That's why we do this work. It's like... Get rid of the lenses, get rid of the lenses so that you're, you're not bullshitting yourself. Because damn it, when you run, when you run a, a separate lens, it becomes painful. Even the good ones become painful. It goes belly up, you know? So if there's a contradiction, some part of you is in the jewel. Because you can only see how the two of them can exist at the same time when you're not connected to the jewel. The jewel wants to create from it will, the It will see the non-jewel as separate. Do you see? Because it does separation. So therefore the non-jewel is separate. Therefore awakening is out there. Whereas from the non-jewel, it includes the jewel. Because it's showing up as the jewel. It's appearing as the jewel. It's pretending to be the jewel. You see? Mm -hmm. 
So that's why awakening works. And you can stay in awakening and never drop outside of where Nisigadaka was talking about. You can, you, 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 you can avoid going because this is all-inclusive. The non-dual is all-inclusive. You can see what you are not. But you have to be God to see that. You see? So that's the awakened state. Now, if you imagine that, yeah, I can... I can manifest something. There is a, the, the non-denialism that I'm talking about allows you to stay in the awakened state and say, yeah, I, I can use the separate lens of perception and do my business plan, do my exit strategy out of my therapeutic work and become an artist. I can, I can play at manifesting something. If you have a desire in there, you will absolutely leave the awakened state because the me, myself, I believe that it can make a difference. Whereas if you stay in the awakened state, there's an ability to play with it. You just know it's not real. So you can't get juice out of it, but you're just playing. You're just riding the roller coaster. You know it's a roller coaster. Consider still enjoy the ride, but you know you're not steering it. Whereas as soon as there's a desire, the me is being believed. I want things to be different to how they are. The me is cranked up. You've shut out the knowing that you know, this is a game. This is just a game. So it's now become serious. So now we're invested in something. Now I want. You've eclipsed the non-dual state. Okay, now, now manifest for your own personal game. Can you manifest from the non-dual? Of course. Can you, do you believe it 100%? You, can, you can't. You can believe it. That's it. Some part of my brain can believe it. But there's a knowing that that's a belief, but it's not the truth. That's where you can do your work, honestly. There seems to be a lack of engagement. <laughs> Over here, in the awakened state? Yeah. Traditionally, yes, there's a lack of engagement. Mm -hmm. Traditionally. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Come into the world and see how it looks. Let's rewrite scripture, you know? How does it look if we're in the world? Because, yeah, the only models we have is you're disengaged with the world. You're just not in the marketplace. You're just disconnected. There's no relationships. The guru doesn't touch money. All this bullshit. I mean, from the standpoint of like understanding, like I, yeah, I was on this group call the other day, and we were having this conversation. Everybody was talking about their stuff, and I was trying to create, take some dual, non-dual concept, bring it into the dual concept, explain it to people, and you know, it just didn't work. Right? Yeah. <laughs> trying to understand it all. Okay. Understand it. You know, yeah. you, chew, you know you said you chew your gum and understanding is always just understanding, understanding, trying yeah. to understand and explain it and explain it so I can share it, share it. So people get it. And I was like, I mean, like, I was like, wow, understanding. But I noticed that when I don't under, try and understand, yeah, it's kind of like understanding is a way of being upfront in this in this, you know, understanding, getting, you know, more personal, I think. Okay. So, okay. When I lo lo lost that understanding, I kind of was like, oh, yes, goosey goosey kind of, yeah. And that's what I notice about <laughs> when I'm in the awakened state. There's kind of that laissez faire about, yeah, just life. Yes. And when you're in that laissez faire, that that hanging out in its life, 
okay, a Eureka comes like it did at the stand of watching the lacrosse game. A Eureka can come because there's... Yeah, Eureka's come. You're not tight. You're not looking yeah, for Eureka's come, right. Eureka's come. Beautiful. But I want to know what's real for you. Because that will tell you where you're at. Like, what's real for you? What do you really believe? Can you manifest? Can you make things happen? What do you really believe? I know the theory and what the Eureka told you, but what do you believe? Because that's where we work. It seems to me that I want to make, I want to be able to create. Okay. Yeah. Because that has some interaction with people in okay. the world that okay. connects with them. Yes. Whereas if I think I'm just on the ride, right. if, I, if I'm on the ride, you just... You become too passive? Right. And that doesn't work for your personality? Doesn't work for the, doesn't seem to work for the personality and being okay. engaged with All right. in the world. Okay. I feel like I'm lazy. Okay. <clears throat> I label it as like being lazy. I don't like being lazy. You don't like being lazy, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay, there's loads of directions we could take this. <clears throat> I'm going to do a long loop to get back to where, to where you're at. Right? What I want to look at is... It, it's in the jewel package. This is what I'm going right now, right? Into the me, myself, I. Because you, you, have, you have two options. You're either going to drop into the natural state, and if you can go prior to that, fantastic. If you can't, you work on stabilizing the natural state. Just peace and calm and the ground of being, the solid ground of being that's not created by your mind. Okay, if you can go there and deeper, that's one direction. What's the other direction? Is unravel where the sticky points, when you're me, myself, I is running, what's the problem? What's the issue? And let's unravel it so we break those habits. There's only two ways you can go. Out of all of it or unravel what's pulling you into the story. Stay out, unravel what, that's the work. That's a spiritual path. That's why we go on the cushion and, and go outside of all of it and you integrate it into your life in order to unravel your crap. But unravel means therapy and you said in your book that therapy doesn't do anything. It, it means understanding where your blind spots are. It means owning your shadow and admitting to do the work, taking responsibility for yourself. If, if a therapist is the one to mirror back what's going on for you, great. Go into therapy, do the work, get out. Go to an do the do, do the unblocking, get out. So that you're in charge. Not so that, staying years in therapy. Not staying years in therapy. I, I've, that's a different thing. That's, that's not about waking up. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, so, so we've talked a lot about pulling back, pulling back out. I want to I wanna go in here and see, define the real sticky bits that keep the me, myself, I active in the first place. All right? Okay. <clears throat> I want to separate the difference. The, oh, the most sticky thing that's going to keep me alive is desire. I want. That's what will do it for you every time. But the difference between wants and needs seems to be unclear. I, 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 I want to go down that rabbit hole because I think that might lead us into what you're talking about, Michael. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so this is all the personal I, both are the personal I. I want something, I need something. We are only in the me, I, myself, I separate lens, okay? We're in Maya. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Aww. No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. This is where we have to go, actually. This is where I was going to go today, anyway, around un unraveling the, the sticky ones of the eye. So, it's perfect. The difference between, where's Beth? Yeah. Yes, we spoke about this before, and yes. you sent me an email saying, I don't know the difference. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how, how far you got with it in the meantime. Um, I'm getting, yeah. It's getting clearer? <coughs> yeah, clearer. Yes. Okay, good, good. All right. <clears throat> All right, so the desires and around what you need, because you mentioned both there and they were together in the one pot. So I don't want to be lazy. Desire or need? Desire. Yes. Social interaction. Desire or need? It's, I think it's a need. I think it is too. Yeah. Although I've been like an only child my whole life, so I don't know that it's a need. You've been like an only child or you are an only child? I was an only child. You're an only child. <coughs> yeah. Oof, I'm married to one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a Thank whole you. ball Thank of you wax. <laughs> <laughs> it it looks like, wow. wow. Yeah. Extraordinary. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> what it, what, your, your minds work differently because you had to create it all. Because you had to create it all yourself. Exactly. You had to build all of the things that were just absent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're, I think you need social interaction. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> I, 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 I'm paraphrasing. I, 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 I need social interaction. Are you not sure? Mm -hmm. hmm? I need social interaction. I'm not sure, but I think I need social <laughs> <laughs> You think you do. Yeah. Could it be both? Be a desire? Could it be a need and a desire? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The grey area, okay, the, the, yeah, the, where, where teachers themselves get caught, if we look at people who are awake and look at their shadow, misinterpreting what's a need and what's a desire happens when there is a desire and a need and you've never weeded out the difference. Because if there is a need and it's interpreted as a, and your, your mind has grabbed it as a desire, it can be running in both. And you're forever trying to dissolve the desire, but actually it's a need and you had it in the wrong camp. So you don't satisfy the need, you're not taking care of yourself properly, dysfunction is going to come out because you're out of balance, because you're just not minding yourself well enough. But you've imagined it was a desire. And never the twain shall meet. And balance doesn't come in and you're not in good shape. See? Yes. Okay. A need of social interaction and a want of social interaction. Okay. How do we know the difference? 
good example because we, we all need some social interaction and maybe just a little trickle is enough. For Carla, a little bit is enough. You know? Yes, Jean-Marie. Well, I would say everything that is related to instinct. The to instinct? instinct. Yes, uh, for the need. Like, for mm -hmm. instance, you know, like, just protect ourselves from the wild nature. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this kind of things. Yes. But having a chat would be more a desire. Right. So, as a wild being, <clears throat> if, if we didn't have all this kind of, what we call civilization built around us, as a wild being, you would never need to meet others. Your, your race would stop anyway, first of all. <laughs> well, let's say to build your own cover. Yeah, you will need some. Yeah. Our species isn't self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. But this is instinct. This is the instinct to reproduce. Yes, but we can I, do it alone. It, it, Worms can do it alone. Some things can do it alone. <laughs> yeah, but we can. Uh, so far, us uh, not. No, we can. So <clears throat> there will be a, a call. Yes. This way. Yes. So then, when is social interaction part of instinct, and when is it part of desire? No. Now we have mating. Okay, that's the instinct part. It's mating. <laughs> But, but, but our babies need like 20 years. Some parents can just turtles, you know. I see them on the beach in Florida and these little babies run down and that, that's it, that's it. That's the good to see them. Come on, they egg one morning and they're down to see you. That's the end of it. There's no... They never think they're parents. They're very happy for them. They just do their thing. It doesn't seem to be... When I see one of them in the water, I never see another one around it. So some, some animals don't, don't only just do the business and yeah. make babies and abandon them all and then they're solo. Yeah. Where do we fit in in that? Well, it comes from the mind and the personality. Need comes from a deeper place. Okay. One's personal, one's personal when you get their satisfaction and personal juice. Yeah, the juice. It's personal. Okay. It's all about the me. Yes. The mm -hmm. So, fit in the social interaction. We're not supposed to enjoy social interaction? It has to be desired? It. You can enjoy it. Enjoyment has nothing to do with it, but it's just not personal. It's not for the me. Keep going. You're, you're, yeah. and it it's not personal. You're not getting, um, you, enjoy, you, you, you have an enjoyment, but you don't have a backstory to it. Right. When it comes from what lack. you want from it, what you what do you want when you want the social interaction? What's your motivation? There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm right. That's when what I'm right. When it comes from lack. Yeah. 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 There's no attachment to it. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Was there a hand up here someplace, Phil? Yeah, it's interesting you talk about an only one because I'm an only one. I can I can relate to exactly what you're saying. Uh, in that there is uh, being an only one. I've, I've sort of um, 
don't have the same social interaction as, as many groups of people. But the, um, because there isn't, I've noticed with, with my own children and also other people that there's a, a need for social interaction to, to get away from uh, themselves, you know, get away from loneliness and all sorts of things. And whereas being an only one, that is it's sort of eradicated somehow because it, you, you're alone to start with. Does, it, does that make sense? And uh, so there's, there's a, a, a lesser of a need for a big social interaction. The interaction on a one-to-one -one basis is probably more, for me, more relevant than, than big groups. Yes. <coughs> because I don't, I don't need that sort of big... Or maybe it's not familiar. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Yes, it is. That's true, because it, being an only one. Being an only one, you're, yeah, the familiarity. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Beatrix is... The familiarity is just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's 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 good, you know? Yeah, does it really? Quite, quite, quite. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think loneliness is, is a desire. To get rid of loneliness is definitely a desire. But uh, yes. social interaction to 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 build relationships with another male female relationship, that's a need I think really. Um, and if it's done in a truly loving <coughs> way. I mean, there are, also, there are all sorts of interactions in that that can be needy as well. But that can be uh, desires as well. Yes. But, uh, yeah. no, I'm on that. no, you're fine. Duncan? So, and you, it's sort of like breaking it down because like you said, oh, okay, so we need sex or we're going to be expected. So sure. Nurturing yes. Is, is sort of a need. Yes. Yes. Yes, because it takes us that 20 way. years to raise our kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. what goes on in those 20 years? The whole package <coughs> of cultivation, of nurturing, and yeah, where, where so much neglect happens. But, but, you know, it takes us 20 years to become kind of dependent. So, That's a lot, <laughs> no? Yeah, it's yeah. close. But. Yeah, I mean, it's a word I have difficulty with, but they, you know, I put love in there as, as well. It's a need, and whether it's Sure, sure. So it's all the the I N S T instinct stuff. So there's love, nurturing, blah blah blah. But we're coming from from our species. What does what does our species need in order to be well and balanced? Social animals. Yes, we are social animals. We are yeah. people in solitary. They become. Yeah, and we can't manage in solitary. If you look at the animals who manage in solitary, we can't do it. We can't find enough. We've always lived in communities with each other, and somebody is doing one role and somebody else is doing another role. We can't do the whole lot. You know, it's very, very rare that somebody can feed and clothe and themselves and actually be balanced. It's very rare. They end up usually begging somebody else to provide the food for them, you know? It just doesn't work, you know? Not for a long term. The basic needs need to be... Yes. And when do basic needs go into the next layer, without referring to Maslow or any other learned thing? Well, when you're neurotic, I, which we know all are somewhere. Speak for yourself! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure, sure, I agree with you, but it's better if we, if we yeah, own yeah, what's yeah. going on. Bring what's, what's your own? Um, yeah, the, the need can, can become so strong, it's a, it's a, or the want then becomes so strong. Yeah, it enhances the need. 
Like I need people, I'm conditioned to live in Europe, and at the same time, it's full of challenges because of my yes. conditioning yes. and I'm such a big bunch. Yes. Ian? It's almost when the need becomes personal and it turns to desire. Yeah. 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 Kim, were you going to you were going to say something, Manager? Was it gone? No, it's just I I um a bit a bit confused on this because social interaction um it it, it was almost like going towards socializing or something as opposed to I, I guess I'm wondering where relationship is in this. Yeah. That, you know, it's a, so the the language that we're using starts to get it starts to get muddy for me because if we go into instinct and mating, there are people that never mate that are yes. not necessarily that's deranged right. or really ill or that's right. Not, we have to talk about ourselves right. because some of us here might never have had you know sex. Yeah. It's quite possible. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That's another way to live. But, yes. but, but we have to talk from ourselves. I, I want right. you to identify your basic needs. What I'm not saying they, apply, they apply to everybody. Because oh, okay. only people who've been reared as a single child have different needs to somebody who's been reared with half a dozen, like within half a dozen. It's different. It's different. Okay. You know? So our, our needs do individualize. They do. Women have different needs to men. I have different needs at different ages of my life. They move. It constantly is moving, and, and it's about listening to that, really right. listening to that, and honouring that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's not a blanket at all. But that's a very good oh, point. Okay. So this doesn't apply to no. everybody. This. No. It's about. It's people. quite personal, which is interesting oh, okay. because the desires and wants are personal, but these have to be personal in a different way. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So what makes the the I want personal is is um uh, there's a personal agenda. That's yes. the kind of. Right. And the needs bring you into balance. It gives you autonomy. It's about, it's about being an adult. Knowing what your needs are and being able to fulfill your needs. Yvonne. I feel like in a desire when you want, it's like there's a lot of layers and um, we... Uh, trick each, um, uh, ourselves, you know, we we hide ourselves behind a, a lot of layers, so it's very complex. And uh, the need is more simple. There is no, mm. it's clear. It's uh, crystal clear. And the other way is like we are hiding ourselves behind something else. Yes. Yes. Except, yes, they're very clear. Except when the same one has been when a need has been taken over by the personal eye and they're in bed together. Mm. That's when it gets tricky. But generally, yes, the need is, is very clear. It's like, I, 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 I need water, I need food. It's like simple. There's no emotional content mm. to the need. But this would have emotional contact, content because of the, the agenda, you know? Because it comes from, <coughs> I think it comes from lack. You get juice out of it. You're compensating for 
a belief system. Mm-hmm. Carolyn. Some years ago, I mean, my whole life, probably, as soon as I could relate to male-female, I had a belief in place that I needed a man in order to be um, saved. Actually. Yes. Okay. So one day, about five or six years ago, I was sitting at the table, just sitting there, and all of a sudden it occurred to me that I'd been chasing this thing my whole life, and it was nothing but a distraction. Yes. From recognizing what's there to be seen. Yes. I, I got hysterical laughing. Yes. I mean, it was the funniest thing. I. Yes. There was a lot of pain in yeah. there. Yeah. And I found the belief. Yes. At some other point, I've actually found good the the place that it happened. Yes. You know. Yes. And I said. Well, of course I would behave like that. Somebody who believed that would do this. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the desires are, they always come from conditioning. Always. <coughs> we find the root of it, we've, we've got some chance of digging it out. Yeah, but that yeah, that's amazing. what modifies your behavior. That would make you suffer. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And it's just something to be seen through. It's a lens of perception. Oh my god, it, it unraveled in front of me like a, yeah. like a yeah. chain. The links just went. Brrr. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's when it's gone forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Show me well in it. Show me well. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting what you said about the emotion because you immediately put it in the desire side. But fear is an emotion, mm. but it comes from the instant. If there is danger, mm-hmm. there is fear. Mm-hmm. And the fear is a message given to you mm-hmm. to flee mm-hmm. or to face, mm-hmm. to be ready to in yes. presence. Yes. So in this case, I would say there is no perversions okay. of the emotion. Yes. As well as happiness. Like for instance, I don't know, <clears throat> let's say you see two animals jumping from tree, trees to trees. Yeah. And you know, it's just, wow, you know, it makes you something very light. So, we can, maybe it can be interpreted as happiness. But it's no story, it's just like instant uh, perceptions. It's what is given with, the, with the, our human conditions. Is the happiness inside and your perception has matched an event on the outside to... to, to yeah, I know you will say this. That's what's really going on. Yeah, I knew, I knew you would say <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. I like when I'm becoming obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I like it. It's like, oh, know the answer, you know the answer yourself. Yeah, well, it's... That's what's happening. The, the outside will mirror whatever is inside. That's why shitty things happen and then better things happen. That's why. But you can see you babies. Instinct. You can see baby laughing. Mm. Yeah, the conditioning hasn't come in yet. And there is no conditioning, so there is no story. No, but it's developing. Because they have all these neurological pathways, a whole load of them, and whatever will be stimulated from the outside tells them what to burn off and what to hardwire. Do you see? So, So the outside is telling them what to hardwire. So they're hungry, they're sponging, they're sponging to find, because their brain wants to develop in a particular way. It wants to know what do I keep and what do I throw away. You okay. see? So in this case, even the fear would be considered as a condition. 
something that has been conditioning. Yeah, because basic instinct fear has no story. It's just, it's just oh, you automatically pulled your hand away from something that's hot. It's, it's in, there's, no, there's nothing else. It's just in, it's quick reaction. Is it fear? In, in terms of in terms of okay, I need to run out of the way here, and you the fear comes in order to stimulate adrenaline. But it's not fear with a story. It's a react reaction. Survival. It's a, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's the body. From the it's the body brain. trying to stay alive itself. But but then when trauma happens, it, it's not the instinctual fight or flight anymore. Yeah, it's just second. It's it's another layer, another layer, another layer that's using the instinct for its own purposes. You see? So, so the, the wants and the desires will pull and make it cloudy. So we've, we have fight or flight here, but, but, but desire, trauma, will make it into, oh, I need to be safe, I need to be safe. And it's like, but sure, you're safe. You're safe. It's only in your head you're not safe. You see? But the it, it basic instinct has been exploited by the desires to build the personalized story. So no emotion in, in the in the instinct part. No, it's the, not. No. It's really a flower of the desire. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, 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 uh, not always, but but for now, yes. Jack, I think it's important that yeah. you, you said qualify that emotional Sorry. content is what you said. Okay. Clearly. Okay, good. Emotional content. Is okay, good. You're right. Yeah. I know. The I word content find. is very important. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because what happens here is that feelings or emotions run through. They're not sticky. There's no story. They're not recorded. They're not owned. There's just a free flow. They just happen. They just happen. Yeah. They just happen. Okay, good. Thanks, Elaine. You're right. Denise, you were trying to get in there. Yeah, so this personality or <coughs> body-mind complex in my home, which is a basic need, functions and survives when there's resonance, beauty, nature, you know, I, it... it, it it just, it affects how I am. Yes. And so I, I always seek or find beauty in where I live. And is that a desire? Like I, I get, you know, I go, oh, I want to live here and this would be great. And, but there's something deeper, you know, so I'm confused if that, it, maybe it's in both categories. Is it in both categories? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love the desire of, of knowing myself and knowing how I respond, like yeah. how, how when I'm at ease yeah. and can really rest in yes. in my environment. Yeah. Um, and it's not to prove anything, but it's really how I survive. I mean, yes. it's how I can function. Yes. And so for there, I, I start with, you know, well, this would be nice and this would be nice. And then it you know, kind of shows up. It's like, okay. oh, this is great. So in your system... If you overlap the, 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 the need for change with the need for beauty in your place, you would have a desire to keep <coughs> moving to a better, to a better, to a better. <coughs> I wonder if the two needs are overlapping, which is making you see, oh, this would be great. 
This would be, it's actually, what you have is, is, is managing your needs, but you also have a need for change. Now, your mind would pull the two together and it would, oh, let's keep changing our beautiful place. Let's keep changing our beautiful place. And it's like, hold on, these are two different needs. Now you're putting them together and they've got bells got and whistles. Got it. That's what's going on there, I think. Yes. So, in, in recognizing that, mm. so in my need, how I, how I know I need to, it, it really impacts me. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, I, how I function. Yeah. Um, so, I guess just ease back into it. Yes. And allow, like the place I'm in now is very beautiful. Yes. And re up, resonates at a really high level, but I also, there's a need for me to be near water. It, it, there's something in my form that has, and I don't have that where I am now. I have trees, I have nature, but it's like, you know, I, I really need to get by water because I function better. I mean, my, my system works better. So instead of desiring here, 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 is just ease back into it, knowing that that's a need, and just allowing pure consciousness to help. Yes, and it'll either come or it won't. Okay. Could you do that? It's yeah. like, I function better if I'm there, but actually, I'm fine. I am fine. I have a koi pot now. <laughs> so I yeah. Did, I did <laughs> yeah, that's it. watering to keep, them, yeah, you know, to yeah. keep it moving <laughs> in order to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is just my... It's the way I, yeah. I'm wired. Yeah. And, and you know, there's... Yeah, I'm, I'm just wary of your mind grabbing that. It does. Oh, it does because I I love to create there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just fun and it's yes, yeah. it's, it's it's enjoyable. <laughs> but the mind will always want more, better, 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 better. Okay, that's the nature of desire. Just keep. Talking. And it's like actually, you know, am I out of balance here? No, I'm not. Would I be more in balance someplace else? Because there's water there. My mind would imagine that. My mind would imagine that. Because that's an idea. It's like, but actually, I'm not out of balance here, so kick back. Okay. And if the universe makes you live beside the sea, let it happen. Okay. So now, you know, you can have um, a need maybe to move from present location for whatever, but not be attached to the outcome. Uh, you, you would need to move... Well, say, you know, or you felt that where you were wasn't supporting you. <coughs> but you'd have to find out what would support you. Yeah, but... Self-knowledge is necessary. Yeah, but to have an idea of, you know, I know that if I live the A, B or C, you know, with these yeah. components. Yeah. But then I think just to let it go and then not to be attached to say it must be... Yeah, okay, that, that's seeing it as a spiritual practice, and, and you can do that. I'm kind of trying to drop in a level deeper so that you can find the sensitivity of knowing the smell between a desire and a need. But, but that, that works. It's like, okay, you know, spiritual principle, no attachment to the outcome, this is what would support me, but you, that's fine. I prefer you to go in and say, I, I, you know, because you will... Your needs w will line up. Like, I want you to kind of f feel into what pure consciousness is expressing through you. I, I, you know? You see, there's always exceptions. But, but the more you listen inside, the more you're like, actually, 
there is a need for this, but I know in my destiny that's actually not going to come because the experience of not having that need fulfilled is actually, the, the, that, that's my path. That, that's what's unfolding here. So there's the exception. But it's about listening and being so acute that you know the difference. So I'm kind of dropping, dropping you down, dropping you down. So rather than this, I, I need to move. Okay, that's a rejection of what is. Uh, uh, let's go more subtle. Let's go more subtle. Yeah. Um, to figure out both, because I've, I've done a lot of stuff on this too, is um, I always ask myself the question um, to figure out whether it's a need or desire is to visualize whether I can live without it or not. Okay. And would I be affected by it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from? Say, I need to go out or I need to do this or that. Yeah. And then I just sit with it mm. and say, if it didn't happen, would I be okay? Yeah. And then to me, that, that's, that's I presume that's a need instead of a desire because I'd be okay if it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a great tool. Yeah. Because you're, you're checking to see if there's a, a, a juice in it, a person who's in it. Yeah. Uh, I I always use the sentence the saying by Baron Katie. How do I know I do not need what I want? Uh, I don't have it. So do I, how do I know yeah, I do I not need what I want when I don't have it? Yeah, I don't have it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And for me that helps because it's like okay, I don't have it. It means I don't really need it. I'm fine. Okay, and if we drop deeper, you'll always be fine. Like, you'll always be fine. But I want you to be balanced and healthy and supporting, knowing what you need yourself. It's like a maturity. Yeah. You, you know? And then I look at the trauma you mentioned, neurosis, that have been created in conditioning. Um, like you can become very needy for something, for affection, whatever, for validation, for whatever, because you didn't get it at all, yes. or hardly, or yes. when you were a child, or yes. a baby, or whatever. It's, yes. it's like, then it ha it's becoming a need, but it is... It is but it's a need of the, of the ego. It's a need of the personal eye to heal itself. It's not the thing in itself, it's that it requires healing. It's the framework that needs healing. It's not the thing in itself. Sorry, what do you mean by the framework? Yeah, um, the, um, the thinking mechanism. You see? Yeah, the, the loneliness. It's like, it's like well, what, what makes me go there? What, makes, what juice am I getting out of that thought? Rather than, let's, let's, let's resolve the loneliness. It's like, no, there's a thought there that you're hanging out in. So, so what's going on there that you're going to that? What are you getting out of running that thought? And what's the brokenness of the experience underneath that keeps pulling your attention to it? That's what I'm after. It's not about giving it the cherry. If it, it thinks it wants a cherry, it doesn't want a cherry. It's like, what's caused that thinking in the first place? Mm -hmm. Yes? Um, I, I always say, um, I need one contact a day. Yes. I use need eh, in yes. this case. Um, also on holidays, just going to the shop and have an interaction with 
and yeah. the desk person there. Yeah. And I notice it's a need for uh, the contact for the feeling of oneness, sort of. Yeah. So I wonder now, is there um, a different quality to the human interaction or from the heart to heart to human instead of the oneness in nature or so is it a need? If it's the oneness it wouldn't have to come from people. Okay. That's for sure. Because it's not just the people that make the unit, you know, the yeah. whole thing is yeah. so so okay, it's not the oneness. You can get the oneness someplace else. So what else could be causing it? And the other thing is like, um, I break up a pattern, mm -hmm. like I'm easy going into mind stickiness, and then the interaction it opens up, because it's the heart connection. Yeah. So, right now you need other people to bring you from the head to the heart, is that another way to say it? It's an easy way, I think. Okay, so... I noticed that it works. Like it that. works for you. So, the, the, the pull to connect outside of you, I'd like to reverse it so that the, the connection is to the inside of you. And that that is actually what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But you're going through the external world once a day in order to go back in. It's like the external world gives you permission to go back into the heart center or whatever that depth is inside. You've set up an idea because you're just familiar with, with okay, if I, you know, if I just have two sentences with the person at the, at the shop, I give myself permission to find my heart and go in again. So you've set that up for yourself. You don't need to run it through anybody actually. But you think you do. You, you, it's just a belief. Yeah. What you're looking for actually does not need... And, and you will have to drop the dependency on other people to go in. You'll have to. Because it, it, you're just going out to go in. Let's just go in. But it makes it easier. For me, I, I call it my animals. I'm very loving. I very love, much love animals. I never find birds. So it's, it's like, I need my animal fixed every day. <laughs> so the human fix as well. So yes, it, it brings something warm to me. I see a dog. It's a, I don't know. It's a spontaneous reaction. Yeah. But yeah. It, yeah. it lightness, it brings, yeah, the heart. Yes. Which is different when I'm on my own to do that. Yes. Can you do it on your own? Hmm? Can you do it on your own? What but really happens there? By my thoughts, yes. Yes. But through my thinking, I can. Okay. And so the next step then, okay, you know you can do it through your thinking, great. So the next step is, is can we, if it is a genuine need, then all you need actually is just to go into your own centre. But if it helps you to be balanced in some way, if it gets some energy flowing, then it's part of, Having water in your house, near your house. Yeah. Do you see? Yes. If but it helps, it's, it's not on the need side then. 
the, the, what I call my need for an animal fix. Yes. And little children. Yeah. And it's not on the meat side. It's not on the meat no. side. It's just... No. Yeah. Is there something you enjoy to do? No. Although I can't imagine my life without animals. Sure. Sure. That's just a lifestyle thing that works for you. Yeah. Fine. It works for you. Do you know? But but dependency? Mm. Mm. The idea that you, you can't manage without them, that's that's the one that's the idea I'd be after. Yeah. That idea. Because it's only an idea. You know, we're we're extraordinarily um, sufficient, you know, in terms of things like this. We survive. We're resilient, is the word I'm looking for. You had your hand up, Phil. Yeah, it's interesting because um, one of my uh, passions is using my hands and creating things. Um, Good work is is one thing that I love. And uh, I noticed that that it's almost on a, it can be on a side of addiction almost, almost because it's great satisfaction from yeah. manipulating tools and, yeah. and creating but I don't know I, I, I'm a bit confused there I don't know whether it's it's me getting um, you know uh, really there is a there's a draw towards it yes it's also what is satisfaction in, yes in, in this I yes don't know, is that is that a, a compulsive thing that's got to be compulsive it's got to be achieved every time, or is it just something that's... Uh... One something. of the things I noticed was when you were speaking of change as a need, <coughs> that resonated with me, the change, wow, that, that's really needed. And I noticed that when I'm driving, like in America, everything, you're on the one side of the street, and so you're using different hands yes. when you're doing it automatic and using this hand. Yes. To drive in America and yeah. shifting with this hand, and here I'm this one. Yes. And I'm noticing how, because of that difference, yes. it's a different lens, different. It's doing. It's, a, it's I'm working on my brain. I'm, I'm doing different wiring in yeah. the brain. That's right. That's exactly that's what you're doing when you're using your exactly. hands. You've got that's your positive right. and negative, and you're just. Yeah. Rewiring and it's really healthy for the body. I get completely lost in time. Yes. Yes. It's really healthy for the body. Yeah. You see. So, so desire can come into it because you can overlay it with desire. Yeah, two but if it's, and all the rest you of see, it. it's all about the body being healthy. Yeah. Do you know some social interaction, the need for change? It's like that. That helps our us to move away from dementia because you're yeah. you're stimulating your brain <coughs> to change and then coming out of your comfort zone. And yeah. These are natural for the body to stay healthy. Yeah, and there's also learning involved in all sorts. Yeah. And, and the, uh, the traditional scripture, you know, the aesthetic, it's like, cut it all out, cut it all out, cut it out. And I did it for years, cut it all out. Yeah. Cut the whole thing out and see what happens. Yeah, you get sick. But that doesn't matter either, because you're not the body. It's like, you can do it like that. That's one way to do it. But it's not necessary. And, and so it's, it's a more um, sophisticated understanding to know, listen, this is what this body needs to stay healthy, to be responsible for itself. Now, my personal agenda is an entirely different list. Well, the thing is, I can survive without it, but it's, it's, there's, a compl- there's something that, that adds yes. to me. Yes, it adds to you. There we go. Yeah. It adds to you. Without it becoming an addiction or a compulsion, yeah. without it becoming a, a, a juice, addictive things, like, oh, I really need to do that. Yeah. It's like, hold on, what's going on there? It's very subtle between the, the need and the desire, when the desire sneaks in and owns it. Yeah. 
Yes. Another situation where needs came uh, up very strongly was in personal relationships. Yes. And knowing what my own needs were. Yes. Because I realized I didn't know them. Yes. So I'm trying to figure out how I did that. But self-love seemed to be very important in that. It's maturity, knowing what my needs actually are. So that's self-knowledge. Yeah. And, and self-love. Yes. So what about our needs uh, in regards to self-love? Is that self-love needed? To if really know what self- our needs... If there isn't self-love, you will be needy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a and somebody else dictated my needs. Oh so yeah. That, that's, so uh, rather than me healing myself, oh, you're my savior. You do it for me, and it's like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's a smelly bandage, you know. The self love is very important. It's critical. The need part. But yeah. you're, but you're, if self love isn't in place, you're going to be, you're going to be having desires and wants mm-hmm. ad finitum. So that's maturity, really. When yeah. we're talking about this, it's yeah. What, what underpins thinking you need self-love is the belief that you're unlovable. Yeah. Unworthy of love. Yeah. And every child is lovable. So you've always been lovable. It's just the belief that you're not. Mm. That's right. You just took it on board. Yeah. 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 Can be a sticky one, though. No? Yeah. <laughs> Gary, did you have your hand up? Sorry. Isn't it one of the basic uh, problems of humanity? What? I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, I'm not... Sure. So we're always going to (laughs) be having this... No, you heal it. You heal it. You heal it. There's no always in it. There, There isn't. You heal it. I think the biggest thing is people have been ignored as a child don't even have an awareness of their need or an awareness that they feel unlovable. I think that can be the biggest mirror back for a lot of people in therapy. If they're ignored as a child, they don't have a... A sense of even... Of having they, needs. That they had needs because yeah. they learned to shut them off. That's because right. It was pointless. That's right. But look at us now, like, mm. there's a lot of us with grey hair in this group. And we're trying to figure out the difference between needs and desires. At this stage of our life, we're trying to figure out what's the needs and desires. Better late than never is right. Trying to weed out the needs. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 this discussion is... I'm trying to formulate a question for yeah. this discussion. Uh-huh that is really important to me, and I don't quite know what the question is, but it has something to do with how does the sense of relationship, because social interaction instincts, these words, but I'm just thinking about intimate, uh, authentic relationship between people. How is that, and, and your relationship to yourself, because our relationship to ourselves has a huge impact on how we relate to others, whether we're aware of it or not. So I'm just wondering, this encounter with pure consciousness, how that affects our way of relating to ourselves and to each other in the most authentic, satisfying ways. Like, how does it change the nature of relationship, Jack? Because, you know, when I heard that you had gotten married, I thought, why is she getting married? Yeah, I do too. 
But not there. There was not a criticism in that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was truly like a wonder about. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. So th- that's the kind of there's an undercurrent here that I'm feeling about these questions yeah. of my relationship to myself, yeah. my relationship to my teacher, my relationship to higher consciousness, yeah. and my relationship to every person in this room, mm-hmm. that I can feel close to people I'm not even speaking to mm-hmm. directly mm-hmm. in a silent satsang, mm-hmm. that sense of commune and community mm-hmm. that can happen mm-hmm. amongst people mm-hmm. focused on something as powerful as pure consciousness mm-hmm. and as healing as that. Mm-hmm. So it's this question about relationship. How does it change the nature of relationship, our aspiration to uh, being in re- more mm. in relation, mm. even in relation yes. to pure consciousness, yes. is problematic because of the, the way that, okay, we have the me, myself and I, and we have pure consciousness, and then we have... The ripped Outside paper the and, yeah. <laughs> and then that, that rip, yeah. like, you know, and then there's the prior, right? So, so it's like, how does this affect the way that we relate to one another and to ourselves? As kind of, so at the end of the day, the more you, the personal I, gets out of the way. Your attention is softer on the world because you're not looking to the world for things. So your gaze is softer. You're not hungry. You're not needy. You don't need to be things in a certain way. The more mature we are as people, of course, self-love will be in place and you'll figure out what you need. But at the same time, you'll be able to morph if something doesn't happen. If, if your needs aren't met, it's like, okay, my needs aren't met. I'd be in better shape if that happened, but I'm not. I'm here. No biggie. Because there's no desire in it. So for me, it's about knowing what the needs are. And if they come easily enough, fine. If they don't, I'm kind of not thrown too much. Right. I'm not thrown. Yes. Do you know? Yes, I do. I do understand what you're talking about. And then... Because of my, okay, I'm personalizing it. Because of my own evolution, I know it's really good for me to cultivate friendships with people who are not awake, like who've never even had an opening. Like my closest friend in St. Augustine wouldn't even, she, 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 she doesn't know what I'm talking about. She's completely she, she actually, she, she doesn't even know that she doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she doesn't even know, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's all personal development. It's all about healing. It's all about manifestation. Yeah. It's all talking to my higher self. And, you know, and it's, that, it's entertainment. It's great fun. Um, uh, but Jack, am I awake? How do you know I'm not awake? <laughs> oh, sweetheart, you know? But, but she's really good for me. Because yeah. it's really good for me. Cause, because... You know, if someone's going to press my buttons, if there's buttons there, she'll find them. <laughs> so, so that's what I get out of it. That's what I get out of it, because that's what I'm into, staying as clear as I can. So that's my need, and that's how it's worked out. Do you see? Yeah, that's beautiful. So um, getting married, 
<laughs> yeah, was, I mean, there was, there was, of course, there was a phase of like, why do people kiss? Why do they have sex? What? What? Why? Why would you? Because it was just the body was just so, such an illusion. Nothing, yeah. nothing of that made sense. There was a few years of that, and then it's like, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm being thrown back into the world. All right, let's see how deep I go. Let's see how deep I go. You know. And then, of course, this guy showed up, and I ignored him for four months. And then, and then it was like something said, "Look again, look again." And um, the first decent length, apart from the first one night stand, and then a few months of nothing, and then a bit of skyping, and then like uh, a week of like, "Well, I'm coming to the states to do a, a retreat in Raleigh. I'll come a week, change my flight, come a week early. Let's hang out." And and. Give me your address so that I can go to a motel nearby if it doesn't work. So that's what we did. And, you know, second morning, it's like, this is about something, isn't it? There's something going on here. This is, my life is really orienting. orienting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, okay, so, so one of us is going to have to, there's an Atlantic Ocean in the middle, so there's a legal, <laughs> there's a legal issue here if we're going to see what this is about. So let's see. And that was the end of that. And then three months later, we were in a stone circle in Ireland. And it's just a beautiful sacred site. I love it. And uh, I, I was... Sorry if you know the story backwards. Um, <laughs> I, I said to him, I said, like, I've had, you know, through my spiritual journey, I've had serious life-changing moments in the stone circle. So come on, I'll show it to you. It's his first trip to Ireland, I think, with me, because, to see me. And um, I went into the stone circuit and I went, ah, okay, your, your body's going to die by the time you're 50. Okay, all right, that's fine. It's like, okay, so, so bad health is going to come now and this will be your demise. And I went, okay, that's fine. So be it. And, uh, or there is another trajectory and your life would be very different, but it would be because your energy is supported by another. <clears throat> Um, yeah, that would make sense because because I, it's hard being this energy field in a dense marketplace of the world. I was like, oh, okay, so so yeah, it, it would be taken away by illness because it's just too much. So and that's an evolutionary issue, you know. We're not there yet. I'm like, okay, so if another form comes in to balance it or to support it, to be that buffer or to keep me to give me a connection point to the world, then then it would go in another direction. I'm like. Okay, actually, whichever, whichever, it's totally same, same. So I walked into the stone circle and I sat down. Overwalks, Derek goes down on one knee immediately. Like, that's what happened next. I walked into the circle and I sat down and he walked over and went down on one knee and said, will you marry me? And yes came out of my mouth. I just said yes. And he said, he said, I knew I wanted to marry you. I knew I wanted to marry you, he said. But I hadn't planned I was going to ask you there. Nothing. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to marry that girl someday. And he said, so I was standing at the side, and in you came. I went, now? I'm going to ask her right now? Shit. He said, I started walking over. I had no ring. I had nothing. He said, I, I, I was like, but I'm going to, oh my God, this is it. I'm asking her. And down he goes in one knee. So that's how it happened. <laughs> That's how it happened. So I'm like, getting married? Really? <laughs> I, so honest to God, I was in shock. Like, yeah. 
I couldn't tell anybody, you know. And he said, why aren't you telling people? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I was saying with my mother, like, and, you know, he said, why, why aren't you telling her? Why aren't you telling her? <sighs> <laughs> you know? I couldn't tell anybody for another month or something. I was like, I had to just get used to the ideas, like, you know, because mind plays catch-up. Right. Yeah. So it's it. That's how my life is. Yes. Mind plays catch up, and events happen, and the understanding is like, okay, how do I, how do I fit this in? What lens of perception do I have to use now in order to have my brain understand it? Because my brain wants to understand progression, but it's my brain wants to do that. Frankly, I don't give a crap. Really, yeah. I don't give a crap. But 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 my brain wants to make story out of it. So I let it make story out of it. Maybe it's bullshit. I don't know. But all I can do is say how it happened. You know. That's the story. <laughs> you know? So your need changed. Your needs changed. Yes, there. my needs yes. changed. Yeah. That, that, that's but a, I'm that's, back into the world. Yeah, the needs changed. That's a dramatic crossroad. Yeah. And that, yeah. that was the new passage. So. That was the new passage. Or else, you know, yes, it was, I was going to die. I'm 51 now, so obviously I took the other path, you know? Yeah, yes. And mm-hmm. I was, that was, we're married five years this year, so, yeah. Can you say mm-hmm. something more about what happens to the body when the energy is the way your energy is or was before you were married? You said in the stones. Yeah, yeah when, when, when you're apart from the world, mm-hmm. you know, not much social interaction, staying inside all the time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just <coughs> not hanging around Wi-Fi or cafes or eating toxic food and you're drawn to that clean, clean, silent monk lifestyle, solitary lifestyle, of course, your vibration becomes very high, very pure, very clean, mm-hmm. like a yogi, you know? Mm-hmm. And the body can't take And uh, it can if you keep it apart from the world. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a bubble, in a way. Yeah. Having to stay in a bubble. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, 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 you'd have to do serious practices or something, I don't know. If you were to be in, I don't know how you'd manage to be in the world. I don't know how, you, I don't know how to do that. But I was like, I'm going to have to make myself dense again. So, so I started to drink pints of Guinness again. I'm like, I have to make myself dense to make this work. And then it's like, okay, I'm in the world enough now. I can start pulling out again. I can start pulling out again because he's some way I've found a way to connect with him, you know. And 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 now I can start pulling out again. So alcohol went again, and you know, it's getting cleaner again. It's just getting cleaner now again. You know, it's like okay, okay. So it goes through phases, you know. And then I'd probably get too clean and it's like, oh, actually, no, back into the marketplace again, down into density again. That's my gig because I guess my work is about doing this and remaining in your normal life, you know? So to add a question. Yeah. Uh, How do you get along with the digital world? Uh, Do you access that or... uh, It's funny, I can't do Facebook. I actually, uh, I, I can't do Facebook. So thankfully, somebody has just appeared in, some years ago and said, I'll do a Facebook account for you. And it's like, oh, yeah. thank you. I, I can't do that. I, I actually can't. But everything else is fine. Yeah, I'm asking that because yeah. uh, we seem to uh, yeah, depend on it these days. Yeah. And I have real, real big problems yeah. with uh, saying yes to that. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, so I don't really know. <laughs> but it's of the world. Um, it's of the world, yes. Uh, and 
Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't put it like that, that I have a problem saying yes, or that I am saying yes. It's just the world. Yeah. It's not, how do I respond to this? But I'm physically sick yeah. when I look at Facebook. Mm, yeah, I can't look at so it's like, it's like smelling moldy food in the fridge, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. that same visceral feeling of like, oh, yeah. you know, you open a can of yogurt and it's like, oh my God, this thing was dead three weeks ago, you know? <laughs> Do you know that? And you go, oh my God, like, you the fridge time. It's just that, oh, I get that with Facebook. So it's like, okay, so don't do Facebook. But, uh, like, so what? But booking a flight or stuff like that. Oh, I've, I, but what? Yeah, mm, I, 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 I just have a feeling there's a desire in there, Krista. I have a feeling there's a desire in there somewhere. Is With you, yeah. I, it just doesn't feel like it's coming from the same place. Um. Is there something about the whole technology, digital, that the way it's gone now that did it kind of come too late? Is it something you don't understand? Is there another resistance to it that's in there? I mean, there definitely is a resistance in there. And yeah. A, a bit of fear, even. Yeah. There's fear. Yeah. So it's not, it's not the energy of it yourself that you can't do. Yeah. You see? Yeah, I think it's... Uh, What's underlying it is uh, the fear that it takes me over, and I can't. I don't know what's going on there. Or yes. I might get into a place where I don't want to. to yes. Go to. So the controller so is there. Okay. So, so this is a personal agenda. This has nothing to do with the digital era. Yeah. You see. So it's, it's, you see, it's usually not the thing itself. It's usually our thoughts, yeah. our beliefs about it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I don't like that. Okay, what's going on? It's not about that thing itself. Yeah. It's not about that. Yeah. You know, and like, it's like this gentleman. Yeah, to connect to one of us. No, 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 it's not actually about social interaction needed at all. Yeah. Dig deeper. That's where you'll find the, the material. Ah, yeah, the fear of being taken over by something. There we go. Yeah. There we go. You unpack that. You, you learned that somewhere. Yeah. That was just a false belief, but, but you need to go in there with love to heal it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, on a much lesser level, um, when my family died and I came home, I started to do, this is what I meant when I said it about the personality coming out of the trunk, I started to do things that I hadn't done for many, many years. Some I had never done at all. Uh -huh. And one of them was watching the news. Yeah. I never watched the news. Yeah. My whole life I never watched yeah. the news. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the news station right. morning, noon, and night. Yeah. And I was aware that I was doing it. Yeah, sure. But I didn't know what was yeah. pulling it. Yeah. That's what I mean about being pulled into the, yeah. into the world. But it didn't seem like a benefit to me. It's, yeah. It felt like... You, you, you're digging a hole yeah. here. When you dig a hole, when you're attracted to something that's toxic, and for you it's toxic, there's something deeper that's looking for your attention. So it's like, okay, let's fester it, let's make it much more toxic so that you have to go into the crap that's underneath that's trying to come up. So it's not actually about the news. It's like there's something. You know, I think it wasn't about the news. Yeah. The same way I knew it wasn't about the food and the sleep and yeah. all of that. I, I mean, I could feel yeah, yeah. I was moving away from something, yeah. but I was so far away from yeah. it that I was like, yeah. "Where am I?" Yeah, you know. That's right. What that's happened? right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we do. You know, we go into more and more self sabotage, more and more until we're like, "Oh my God, what was underneath all of it?" Because it's just to draw your attention to the dysfunction 
that's trying to come up for air. But what is the desire underneath it all? Because there's a desire that was hidden that's underneath it all. That was triggered by the death of your family. What's the desire? I have no idea. You have no desires around them at all? So you can detach and let them go and it's done? No. Ah, because what do you want? It feels like I want to honor them somehow. And letting them go would be dishonouring them? No, but it just feels incomplete. It feels um, like it was too shocking. Yeah. 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 So your mind has set up Something needs to happen in order to bridge me to the place of where I can let them go. Your perception is creating that. If you believe that, then you'll have to do something to get closure. I'd love to fast forward you through it and just see that your mind has set this up. I'm starting to see that. Great. Your mind has set it up. And it's quite likely that nothing will actually be the correct way to honor them. Because that's what it does. Because... When I met you first, you were awake. There was no question, but you were awake. You know, that's like two years ago or something. And then this whammy of your family just dying together. Okay, right. And then it's like, whoa, back comes Carla. So your mind has set up something. It has an agenda. It's like, whoa, we get to play again. Here's a little bit of hidden wiring of self-referencing. How can we keep this going? It, it. On one end, it feels like it has a lot of um, charge. Mm. On the other end, it has no validity for me at all. It's really split. Yes. Yes. Because you have the jewel and the non-jewel. You have access to both. <clears throat> the place of no validity is the non-jewel, no? Is the awakened state, yeah. that it has no validity. <clears throat> okay. It, what makes me come up with the kind of questions that I ask you when we do the calls is, um, so I, I have a thought about like, okay, so what Michael was saying, this is already done, yeah. it's unraveling. Like how, yeah, but see those, those questions don't exist over here. That's they right. They only exist on this That's side. Right. And so... I, I, that's what happens when I get to that what's a point place you know what I mean it's like they erase each other do you know what I mean they're coming in mm -hmm. like this and I'm kind of left with okay but you have to put your two feet into one or the other yeah 
that's what Stan Groff, that Michael was talking about, Stan Groff was saying. You know, like outside of all of it, you can see both at the same time. But if you're stuck to one, then put your two feet into that. If you've identified with one, then that's the one that's playing out for you. It's believed. It's believed. And you can only believe one at the same time. The believability is the problem. Is this making sense to you, God, to you all? You have a day's look, Michael. Are you gone off somewhere? I did go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carolyn. I mean, I'm conscious. So this... Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So I have this um, little book that I put in my phone. It's from uh, The Course of Miracles, and it just has these little excerpts. And um, I read it yesterday and today a little bit. It's very brief. And that thing that happens to me for years, kind of like what happens to you, I have the experience and the understanding. Yes, yes. So there's always been levels of getting it when I read the course. Yes. It's, it's become like a laser. Yes. Okay. And so while I was reading it, I kept having these flashes, like that are outside of everything. For a moment, there's the getting, the absolute getting yes. of it. Yes. Yes. You know, uh-huh. it, it's happening mm-hmm. more and more. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I know that it's just about not listening to yes. what's, yes. what keeps, yes. she keeps talking. Yeah. Might be useful just to find out the desires that, that she is, because the desire is always, that's the most potent. That's what's believed. <clears throat> I want to honor them. <clears throat> the desires it's, are it's, it's, this It's somehow wired up with disloyalty. Loyalty, or being disloyal. Being disloyal. Okay. That's, okay. that's where, it's, where it is. Could I throw the word unworthy in there? Yeah. So you've got to look to see where did you learn about what disloyalty is and how to be disloyal. Where was that judgment made of you? For you, were you? Mm. I wouldn't have asked the question, but when you asked it, it just came. Okay. Okay. Like a lightning bolt. All right. Okay. Okay. So that imprint is up to be seen through and healed. Yeah. And anything around disloyalty, unworthy, all of that package. What's interesting is that it actually has to do with needs and wants. Yes. You know, it wasn't all right for me to get what I needed. Yes. I had to do what. Yes. Italians have a lot of... Pardon? Italians have a lot of family loyalty issues. Ah, I'm sure ah everybody indeed. Does, but no, it's particularly strong in Italy. Yeah. It's yeah. particularly yeah. strong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. It's like no matter what. Yes. 
yes, this is this is the law. You don't break it. Just yeah. yeah. Time to unplug from your Italianness. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that I moved to Italy. Interesting <laughs> that you moved to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what to do. Move. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the loyalty to, to, to the idea of being loyal to your family, the loyalty to that, you have a double bind there. So then we have to honour the family and we can't let them go and we can't move on because then we're breaking all these laws. Could, could you say the double bind again? I missed that. She's I being loyal. loyal to the idea of loyalty, to the principle oh, okay. of loyalty. That's, that's why it's so sticky. I've always thought it was one of the best qualities you could find in a human being. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You, you've upheld it very strongly. That's why it knocked you right off your non-dual state. Of course. You, you, you had to have a, a, a virtue status on it. Well, that's the only thing I could see in the world that you could actually count on. Wow. That's high status. That's true. <laughs> That'll make it believable. Mmm. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Time to break your own rules, ma'am. <laughs> so letting them go looks like you're being disloyal, I guess, does it? Somehow. Yeah. S somehow. Yeah. 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 Moving on, like. Yeah. Okay. You need to figure out <coughs> if you're needy. <coughs> yes. <coughs> I mean, she said she was okay. I went back to her. Yeah, it didn't rise up again. No, I, I was just um, resonating with the Facebook making you sick. All right. Yeah. I, I felt it was just, yeah. I, I yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I've never inquired. I just, it's just, I just have that response, so I, I just don't do it. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm no interest in exploring why or what I'm making story of it, but that's all I know. Yes, you know? Yeah. Uh, yes. I have a question still about all this um, electronic sure. and digital age, um, because a lot of people feel that the radiation, like of yes. magnetrons, computers, yes. is, is damaging. Yes. So mm. is that a thought form? Is that real? Oh, the, the belief that it's damaging us is going to make sure that it damages yeah, us. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I think too. But, for sure. but that's what we do. We create new illnesses all the time. We do. And new solutions. And new, new cures. That keeps it going. Commerce going, keeps research going. Yeah. We're, we're perpetuating infinitely. Yeah. Isn't it a bit like the ticks? There didn't used to be problems with ticks. Way back 10, 5, 10 years ago. Skin going. cancer either, was it didn't seem to be such a thing. Mm -hmm. Now you fucking can't go to the gluten insensitivity. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it's just, you know, we, we, we create a new idea and it catches and, and then it becomes reality, you know, because we believe everything into existence. That's how it all works in perception. But mm, it does and it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's the power. This is what we started off talking about. It's about manifestation. 
You know, it doesn't, it doesn't. And Caroline said, but they're cancelling each other out. Depends on what you believe in. Okay, can I, can I circle back around? Yeah. All right. Before I leave this, I want you to figure out if you are needy. If you are needy. Are you a needy person? If you're a needy person, then you look outside to somebody else to satisfy your own needs. Please become more self-sufficient. When you become more self-sufficient, sufficient, you kind of grow up. And you're, there's a greater division between what you expect from the outside world and yourself, and automatically your desires go down. Automatically. All right. Okay. Mm. It's so full of paradoxes. I don't know how to approach it. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I interrupt you? Yes, Wendy. Yes. The thing that you touched on at the end there about beliefs, especially around illnesses and recreate illnesses. Yeah. It's like there's um. There's a cultural belief yeah. that yeah. we can either go along with or not, but it seems to have a, a potency to kind of pull us, you know, like detaching from that global belief. Yes, yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, yeah. So now you're into morphic fields, really. And there's a global, a global, a global belief. There's, um, we can detect an energetic cloud that if we're not aware of our thoughts we literally just soak up that thought mm. it's in the field like, yeah. and, and it's what combines a, a cultural you know the belief system of a village or the belief system of a country it's literally it, 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 we're kind of recycling the same thought forms all the time and the more you become aware of what you think of course of course, you know, you become objective and you can see your thoughts, so you start to pull back. So, yeah, you can unplug from group thought. Of course you can, you know. You can see it a lot in the States, especially after 9-11. It looked like deliberately that Bush was actually making people fearful. Just actively making people fearful. So, wow, it's extraordinary. You know, just, just really blowing up terrorism, terrorism. Ter now it's a huge thing, terrorism. It's a huge thing now. You know, and um, that's fine. That's just the way it was. But I could see people being being told to be fearful mm -hmm. that we're under attack. We're under attack. We're under attack. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, wow, this is going to get believed by people, and now it's really strong. Yes. And now every Tom Dick and Harry has like an artillery of guns in their homes. Well, yeah. that's Florida for sure. <coughs> you know, it's like, Jesus, this is bonkers. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's bonkers to me. Like we're here in a socialist environment. You know, mm -hmm. so um, so yeah, that's the mass thought. You come from another place, you go into a culture and you see, you see, no matter where, you go on vacation to another country and you see a whole set of beliefs that, that you don't plug into. Like the loyalty being taken for granted and the rest of us going, wow, imagine really believing in family loyalty. And we're all kind of amused because we, we can see it from the distance. Mm -hmm. We didn't buy into it. So it's the same thing. The, the ones in your own culture are the stickiest. They're the stickiest because they've been given. Right. Yeah, when, I, when I last was... Um, yeah, when it became really aware to me, it's like three, four years ago, I had to have an operation on my knee. Yes. And, and like being drawn into that whole 
medical world. Yes. Yes. And it just, it was horrible because it felt like really sticky and I was like, yes, it's very sticky. something else. Yeah. But I was, well, I suppose I had one foot out, maybe a toe. Yes. To keep out. It was so, it's so enveloped. Yes. But that's how they, that's how they work. That's how they stay alive, those morphic fields. You can definitely feel it yeah, when you go to allopathic medicine. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, all the, the way of thinking is so endemic. But it's keeping itself alive. It's keeping the industry alive. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, and holding my own and being inside. Go into the marketplace. There you are. In the marketplace and hold your own vibration. That's the test. Allopathic medicine will do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you work in it. I work in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great test. And though, you know, some of you have said you work in corporate. You know, it's like, wow, how do you, how do you, how do you play that game and hold your own? Yeah. You know, and it's really good spiritual practice. It's really good to not, not get sucked in and hold the objectivity, communicate as though you buy it, you know, but, but, but you don't, you know, playing yeah. the role. It's, yeah, but it's great practice because it's, it's about, yeah, this is all just a movie. The micro of the movie is my work, but, you know, but, but this is all a movie. Hmm? Sure. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it's great to go into something that pushes it. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And not try to change it. That's the. the oh no, part there's for nothing me. wrong with it. That's right. just duality, isn't it? Just but that's the, the sticky part for me is, um, is the arrogant, you know, the part of like, yeah, oh my God. I know better. What you're saying is making them more toxic. Like, yeah. this is actually toxic to the body. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. I'm not in a position, you know. Yeah. So I just learned to, like, That's it. be who I am. Like you were saying that um, I think this is what actually does do something. And you confirmed it the other day when you were saying sometimes, like, if you see a bear, not a bear, like a baby crying, um, and all you do is just, like, yeah. love it, you know, send yeah. it love, yeah. and just be with it. That's all that's needed to be done. That's right. That's all but I it comes from another place rather than, oh, that baby shouldn't be crying. It doesn't come from that. Or you shouldn't be taking that medicine. Exactly. Or you shouldn't, or if you it comes from surgery, that, or you should not then you're in duality yourself. Right. Then like, you're, that's wrong and I'm right. It's exactly. Like, really? Really? <laughs> now we're just swapping around the right. it's, chairs it's, on the Titanic. It's back know? to that thing of like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. what am I doing in that yeah. path, you know? Yeah. But it's okay. Like, it's yeah. okay for now. That's, of course. That's what of it course. is. That's, that's, I'm done. that's right. That's right. And the end is near. That's so. right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. There's like a retirement in the future. Come right. On. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's see if I can explain this. Okay, I'm going to talk about lenses of perception. That's the only way I think I, I can... Uh, lenses, lenses. Yes. yes. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. Or a second color, so that you see. <coughs> Observer, okay. All right. Three big lenses of perception. Let's see how we get on from this. 
Right. When you view them all together, when you have the capacity to see them all together, it's, it's what I call non-denialism. So I just want to... S- mm. So it's like... <clears throat> There's no denial of any of it. That makes it a hell of a lot easier if you have that skill. But let's see. All right. Everything is coming out of pure consciousness. I should just, you know, this is pure consciousness, obviously. <coughs> Everything shows up from there. Every movement, every scratch. Fixing your ear, looking in your bag, writing your pen, it all is coming from there. If all of your attention is sewn up in either observing or in the me, myself, I, you will absolutely believe that it's not coming from there. Because you're running a belief system. This isn't a belief system. The non-dual isn't a belief system. It's how manifestation really is. As soon as you engage a belief system, because in the observer you're watching something, you can believe that you're watching is really happening, sure you can, but you're not putting other layers on top of it of judgment or, you know, you're not in there with a personal agenda, so you're watching, right? <coughs> but you're believing that what's happening in front of you is for real. So the observer and the me, myself, I are very close, obviously. One is a skill to watch the other. But everything comes from the non-dual. If, mm, okay, if I'm playing with manifestation and I can manifest a, a, a flight without turbulence tomorrow, absolutely, I'll focus on it and I'll make it happen. And actually, I can do that. I can do that. I can believe that it's me, myself, I personally doing it. I can believe that. If I choose to. I, well, maybe. Can I? Can I actually? I can imagine how the... No, I can't believe it. Wow. I can't believe it. I can imagine where that thought could originate and how that thought could play, but I can't believe it. Right? And I might play with that idea. It's like, okay... A, a, a flight without turbulence. There is a knowing of what's happening. Is that as the non-dual is playing out? Okay, well, there's layers to this. I hope I don't put my nickel in a twist. As the non-dual is playing out, I'm actually aligning. I'm picking up the idea that there will be a flight without turbulence. <laughs> And then I'm imagining that I created it. Quantum physics would say that I influenced it to be because I aligned with the probable outcome, no turbulence. Quantum physics would say that I influenced how the manifestation of the flight would show up. That's true from that perspective. That's true. And it does seem to be able to be created in the moment. The thing is, it could never have been other than what 
pure consciousness had designed for it in the first place. But we have this fantastic way of imagining that we're making it happen. The laws of quantum mechanics are making it happen. Karma is making it happen. We have all these explanations in there as, as, as influencers. They're all just different lenses of perception that we imagine are influencing the outcome. And they're valid from within those lens. They are valid because that really is how that reality is playing out there. So it's true. It's true that, that you can manifest. Is it the truth? No. Yes, Beth. Who's, who's coming up with the idea that you want the flight with no turbulence? Is that not the personal? Where's that coming from? Okay. If, it's really if, I believed, if I believed that I was just Jack, I would say it was me. It was my personal thought. But, but I know what's showing up here. Using the vehicle of the Jack character is pure consciousness. So pure consciousness came up with the example of the flight of no turbulence. Because it knows? Because pure consciousness knows. <clears throat> Does it know? It, it's, Has the flight already happened? Yes, but that's timeline stuff. That's timeline stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, that's timeline okay. stuff. We can we can go there. But if I mix it up with this, mm. I got uh, caught in a rabbit hole. Okay, that's okay. That, that, we can stay there. Yeah. So so these are like other lenses of perception. All of these. Yes. I was thinking, where's the idea for wanting something come from? Pure consciousness. Pure consciousness coming through as, let's call it energy, movement, which actually is love. It's actually love. But we call it energy because we don't understand what love is. So pure consciousness, movement comes from there. And the movement, which is energy, has a picture on it for my brain because my brain can only turn everything into pictures in order to make story. Yeah. So the movement of pure consciousness, that piece of energy, my brain can only turn it into the idea of a flight with no turbulence. Mm. So now it's become storyland, and it's just a piece of energy coming from pure consciousness. So it's almost like your antenna has picked it up somehow, your yeah. body's antenna. Yeah, that's so what we do. It up and you make that's it. what we do. Our brains have to turn it into story. So in knowing you're not the body, the greatest gift in knowing you're not the body is, is the recognition of what your body does with the movement of pure consciousness. What your brain does with the movement of pure consciousness. And an awful lot of people believe that their brains and their body is them. So for them, it's hugely empowering to believe that they're making a flight with no turbulence happen. Because it helps them to love themselves and have more autonomy and more, and, and they're running the story of me, myself, I as a powerful, potent person. Mm -hmm, yeah. And if that helps you to love yourself so that you can let go of yourself, then great. But it won't do anything more than that. Well, why does sometimes it manifests and others it doesn't? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like with a parking place. <laughs> exactly, because, because your mind picked up something and your personal agenda came in. Agenda yeah, so the agenda came in and altered. Instead of listening, it's not, pure anymore. it's not pure anymore. It wasn't the flow of pure consciousness. Your, your agenda came in and altered what your perception of what would really happen. So in came the ego. You see where the agenda will... will... Okay, two questions. Yeah. Uh, 
where is the observer in this piece? Because the observer is bridging between non-dual and the me, myself, and I. So the story that starts to get picked up by the personal, where is the observer in there? Well, I guess the first question about the observer is, does the observer also have that sense of non-dual consciousness, like observe it, or is it observed by... Well, if you're observing, you're not going to be trying to create anything. Right, right. But at the same time, you want the ability to really listen to pure consciousness. So the observer is, is observing the me, myself, and I. It's and kind it... of the holding place. This is the option of like, well, if I'm, if I'm not you know, following my personal agenda, and I'm not able to just step out of the way and listen to pure consciousness, you're better off being the observer. It's the most mature position you can be in. Right. Because you've let go of your personal agenda, but you're still sort of in the way. Yeah. So observing at first is helpful in observing the me, myself, and yeah. I, but then becomes a hindrance yes. when you are yes. trying to drop into pure yes. consciousness. So yes. it actually does not observe pure consciousness. Correct. It can sense pure con like it can sense to get out of the way. Well, sooner or later, you know it becomes the obstacle, and that would be the sensing that it has to get out of the way. I guess. Okay. Okay. Isn't it always a personal agenda? Because if you don't want to have your five achievements, because you want to be comfortable, so there's a personal agenda there. Okay, so is the personal agenda owned or not? <coughs> Isn't the personal agenda owned? No. So if there is a person, if there's a, a preference of the personality, sure, it's nicer to have no turbulence in the flight. Okay, it's nicer, but if it doesn't happen, I don't give a rattling hoot. So then, why would you want to manifest it? Yes. Right. That's, that's the whole. Yeah. That's why. Right. You yes. never go to. You never go to make it happen if right. it will happen. Right. But if you believe, if you need to believe it, if you need to believe, if you need to believe in the me, myself, I, then you are going to go about manifesting it. You are. Mm. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm kind. I'm. I'm. I'm talking to you, but I'm responding to Micah. Okay, I'll focus on you. Sorry. Okay, go on, Carla. Say your, ask your question again. I just don't, because I've never really believed believe in this our manifest stuff. Yeah. Purpose, purpose. Yeah. Um, um, I just don't see them. As soon as I want something, it's personal. Mm. As soon as I want mm. something, there's a personal agenda. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of um, people who are very hard on themselves when they're in that dynamic of, because then they don't get it, and they punish themselves because I'm doing something wrong with Right? When they in this, this world Can I rewind creation. you? Can I rewind you? Where does... <coughs> let's say at the end of my turbulent... It's all in the ones. So let's say... Let's say... Okay. After the flight, I need to be in good shape because I'm working again immediately. If it's a need, it's okay. Right. Do you see it? So I want to manifest the need. Yes. 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 That's it. I just got lost. Yeah. That might only make sense to Carla. I, I, I know where you're looking from. I had to kind of dive into you. Yeah. That's going to. That's that's going to not work. Sorry. Yes, Norma. 
take a breath. Help me figure out pure consciousness and what happened to me. Did I create that? Okay. Um, in order for your healing to happen, you can't go there. You can't go there. You can't go there. What we have to do is heal what memories came up. By loving yourself, by letting yourself get as angry as hell to those who hurt you. You know, rage and anger would be really good because then we push the energy back rather than soaking up the pain. When an adult treats a child badly, it's like there's a moment of like, well, actually, you know what? Take it back. Take it back. That's your karma. I'm no longer, no, no, I'm no longer being the, the, the you know, the, the sponge to take your pain and your twistedness. So off you go. You send it back. That phase is important. That's the next phase of handing it back. So you're finding your potency again. If you don't do that, your mind will say, I must have made this happen in some way. And that's what children do, which is put them deeper and deeper into, into I'm worthless, I'm, there's something inherently wrong with me. And that's duality getting deeper. That's the lie getting deeper. There's no solution to that except to see through it. So let's not go there. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Let anger come. Let anger come. I'd love to see you baiting the crap out of a tree. <laughs> and, and it being the adult in question. I, I have to say that this morning, um, I sat here for a while and I said, I'm not going to be a victim. Yes. Yes. And then I took a walk and I saw my whole life in front of me and the choices I made. Out of that. Out of that pain. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But then something inside me said I'm free now. Right. So sure. it's like I'm new and there's a lot of things happening that look new to me. So I don't want to lose that. Like everything looked new and things felt differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because the buried pieces hot that's happening. Opened. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes, things will be different from now on, of course. Because an old frozen part of you that you didn't even know was there has come towards the light, you know? It's being integrated. You're getting something back that was shut down, you know? So to feel the power of that, to integrate that, to welcome that in, you know? I, I always felt, I, I've talked with you about this, I've always felt I didn't belong. Yeah. I didn't even belong coming into the world. Yeah. And uh, I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. I really feel connected to everybody in this room. Yeah. I, I didn't feel that way. I never do. I always feel like there's something that keeps me apart. And, yeah. Uh, that's changed. Yeah. And that's because a chunk of yourself was kept apart and you were missing it. The whole feeling, W-H-O-L-E, wasn't there. You know, the wholeness, feeling of wholeness. Now you can love all of you. You know, and that sense of like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm fine. I am fine. Yeah, I am fine. 
But you've got to hand back. You've got to hand back the karma. Yeah, to change the relationship, you know. There was a hand over here? Yeah, mm -hmm. just a question. Um, uh, what Carla was saying, if, if something is a need and there is an authentic need for, as you said, I need to be in good shape after yeah. at, at the turbulence. Yeah. So is it like a pure consciousness? Um, if, it, if it's an authentic need, pure consciousness will manifest we'll move it. move that way. But if it's a desire, no. Because there's a personal agenda, so there's no real benefit. The, the, pers the need that's being set up, pure consciousness set up the need in the first place. So if, if I had decided, yeah, I'm going to work immediately after I land, uh, after the flight, and if that had come up from some dysfunction in me, you can be sure, you can be sure, <laughs> I would be suffering. Because if it came, I, I don't get away with shit, really. And if there's any little bit of personal agenda going on at all, it can go belly up. So it, I would be vomiting on the flight, right? But if, if the, the natural order was that I would be working when I would land in Florida tomorrow, Friday, absolutely, you can be sure that something would say, oh, bless this flight, may there be no turbulence. And the it's like my brain is involved in then manifesting it. It's playing a part in making it happen. But, it, but, but it's pure consciousness is doing that too. And it might sound like I'm convincing myself, but it's not. When you're completely listening, you're like, oh God, this is my part in it. It's like setting up that thing for spiritual teachers. It's like, I'm not frigging option. The thing is happening on its own. It's not coming from personal agenda. It's like a no trouble in flight. Yeah, sure, to be lovely, but that's not what's motivating this. Because it set up the thing that's coming after it too. And it will always take the smoothest, most efficient route of your consciousness. Okay, well. okay. This is an example that I think is what you're speaking to. I had to uh, catch a boat to Capri to meet some people. And I came down into my little town, which is normally that time of day, free traffic. It was a parking lot. Oh. Okay. So I had wanted to do something before I took the, the boat. And I, my husband was driving, and I was creating that running sensation inside, you know, that panic and yeah. worrying about you're not going to make the boat, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I got so high, and all of a sudden I said, oh, you forgot. You don't know where you're supposed to be. And I just... You forgot? I said to myself, oh, yeah. you forgot. Yeah. Right. You don't know where you're supposed to be. All right. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing is... <laughs> gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll either make the boat... Or we make the boat. That's right. And that was the end of it. That's right. Beautiful. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Ian, you look puzzled. I think I feel the same thing, or maybe different words. Yeah. In both the examples you've just given there. If I feel I'm a doer, in any way directing, then I'm up for a slap. That's usually what happens. <laughs> but <laughs> when I flow, or I think connected to that mm. non-dual way, mm. 
it's more a sensing of earlier of how it's going to unfold, a feeling of a flavour that's becoming. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Rather than a, a manifesting because I'm surrendered, if you like, or I'm not there. Yeah. And it's more a movement of all, and it's that's right. seen unfolding. That's right. The mind is playing catch up. Yes. Mm. Yes, your mind isn't driving it, but your mind no. is watching the unfolding. Yeah, and it's, it right. knows. That's right. Without knowing. There's a knowing. There's Without a knowing. knowing. Mm-hmm. You don't relate to it. That's right. It's a deeper... That's right. So this is true acceptance, this is what it sounds like. I mean, it's just a, it's a definition of true acceptance. And you're just letting it... I suppose it's the acting out of acceptance itself, yeah, it isn't is. it? Yeah. Because if you're doing acceptance... Uh, doing yeah. it. No, yeah. it, it is acceptance itself. Exactly. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. It's the, it's the acting out of exactly what you said, yeah. There was another couple of hands here. Frida? Yeah, just um, when... Well, manifestation. Then that's the, the the question is when you're when the movement of pure consciousness, when it's there and we're not in the way, there is no manifesting. It's just the movement happening. But you might be involved in manifesting it. So there is like a personal action to take. There, there is can an be. Action you, you to, become to a, that's where you become a kind of a co-creator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there's no division the between yeah. pure consciousness and yourself. Mm-hmm. Pure consciousness can use this hand to draw up that. Does that mean that I'm not... No, of course I'm writing on the board. I can use dualistic language. Is pure consciousness doing it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless I have a shadow side in here that, that I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, yes, pure consciousness is writing on the board. Mm-hmm. But I'm also writing on the board. What's the difference? Language. Mm-hmm. So setting intention or, you know, where does that... that that's also... Mm-hmm. The action part of pure conscious saying, uh, pure conscious wants something to happen, so he's using me to say, oh, maybe I should ask for this, or maybe I should set an intention. Yeah, what's what the is, agenda? Is there yeah. a, do I want something to happen, or is there a knowing of like, oh yeah, I, I'm setting an intention now? Yeah, it's more the knowing. Why, why is an intention, why is the idea, where is the idea to set an intention coming from? Yes, that's exactly it. And if it's coming up slightly later than the movement of itself, pure consciousness is doing it. Otherwise, if your mind is convinced that it's the originator of it, identification with the me, with the person and agenda is going on. Because the me will imagine that it's it's doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not doing anything. But if that's the only lens of perception, and if if you need to heal the me, and, and you're just stuck in that place, of sure, you'll be the manifester. Sure, play with it. Sure. Sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. But it's a game that's possible to play when that is the only lens of perception that's at play. So how do you know the difference then? The delay factor is the the clearest for me. Say it again about the delay factor. That that it's happening on its own. It's like like your mind is playing catch-up. Your mind is going, oh yeah, that's what this body needs to do now. Oh yeah, that's... Um, there, as Ian said, there's there's a flow coming from another place. Right, right. You're on the roller coaster. You're not pushing the the the, the, the carriage. You're you're on this other movement of pure consciousness, and it's seamless. It's seamless. And so, so where is the setting of the intention? If it's seamless, 
if pure consciousness uses the brain to do something, as okay. it's doing here. Pure consciousness is using the brain and the language to, to communicate this. Okay. So it comes right through. It's like the, the love surrendering and not imagining that it can do anything separate, but it's there to serve the thing. You know? Yes, so... I'm sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. Throughout my life, I have, at different times, seen what what I've been calling seeing my future. Yeah. And it always happens that yeah. way. Yeah. And I, and a lot of the time, Jack, it's things I don't believe. It's like, oh, no, really? You know, there, there'll be that question of like, mm. that's kind of how I and then it's like it, it's like flowing into it though mm -hmm. like things just start happening and mm -hmm. this thing starts yeah happening and I'm and then I'll say oh I saw that yeah oh I knew I was going to live yeah. here oh I saw that bedroom before oh I knew that this was going to happen and now it's happening yeah wow okay uh -huh. so but the way that I uh, sort of um spoke about it to myself was, oh, I had that vision of the future. Right. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Right. But I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. And then it happened, and then yeah. that happened so many times. Yeah. I thought, oh, I There's keep a seeing the here. future. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, um, so I'm working more with, um, and things that I was afraid of, this has helped a lot with that too, like... Uh, uh, when my husband died, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to cope financially. And things that you have no issues with money whatsoever. And it's like, really? But, you know, the government says I owe them $100,000. And, oh, that's not true. Don't worry about it. And it was true. Oh, yeah. and the government will send you money, too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually, like, I, I, is that a direct conversation, Jack? Because, and at times it's really emphatic. It's like, emphatic about something like this, doing the creative stuff, that was there, is there very emphatically, and then I got it very emphatic back from you too, which helped to say, okay, you need to get on this more. So, so there is that, it's a, there's that, that sort of me, myself, I, it's like, how am I going to do this? Like, what are you talking about? There's not a huge resistance or argument, but kind of like, Really? Could, there, could a, we soften the one who's hearing those messages? Yeah. To like, okay, let's see. Right, right. It's getting more, more in that direction now. It's like, She's oh, getting a little bit too much juice out of it. Yeah. She's yeah. kind of being entertained by it. Yeah. And I prefer, okay, let's see. Fine. Okay. Oh. Too much identification with the, the hearer of it. She's very amused by, by that, you know? Well, a bit bewildered though, too. Like, the, just. Let her be, okay, that's fine, let's okay. see. Let's see what happens. Let's just stay right. present and see what happens. It's just information. Yeah. It's just information. Like, but don't it give is it my anything. Life, <laughs> there's the attachment, my, my life. life. My there's life. the I. There's the personal <coughs> I. There's the personal I. Okay. You see? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just a tiny part of what you are. And it's just a little bit disproportionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks. Even and then. It's a short question about the observer because I was. Um, I, is it part of the mind, but a mind without emotion, just looking? Yeah. Just that. Yeah. 
if the observer is the last step before you know non duality yeah. uh, <coughs> you have to get out of my it's a step you know, I don't know I, I don't know see I don't see uh, clearly you know the passage between both but uh, between observer and observer. <coughs> okay, so are you able to observe this now? Can you observe with no, you know, benign, no, no emotion, no judgment? Can you observe what's going on here? Yeah. Right now. Okay. Deeper than observer. What's there? We're not creating something new, but we're taking away, we're jumping off the observer position. <coughs> Deeper than observer. <coughs> what happens? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Is it blank? Is it empty? Is it calm? I know because it's not deep enough for me to taste it uh, that clearly. Uh, so from the observer, you're either going to go into the me story and be self-conscious, yeah. or or observer. Okay, deeper than that. But you see, this, I'm, I'm kind of testing you because, you know, I, we're, this is kind of public and I'm putting you on the spot. So, so your system will be like, it will want to go into the me story more than drop into the non-dual. Yeah. So the natural tendency is to do that, but I'm trying to push you in the other direction. Because if you can drop into the non-dual, if you can abandon the controller, mm. when you're in a situation of being the light is on you right now because we're talking. <coughs> then you've beaten the controller. <laughs> you've pulled away the power that the controller has had. That's why I'm doing this with you right now. Does this make sense? Yeah. <coughs> so it's like no control, drop deeper than observer. No right answer, no wrong answer, none of that. None of that. Drop deeper than observer. <laughs> Mind comes back? Does the controller comes back? Yeah. Yeah. Practice it during the lunch break? Mm. Like without, it's like, okay, no expectations. And if you end up saying, okay, I can't do it. If you're saying I can't do it, it's like, okay, now do it. Because then there's a letting go, there's a surrender, there's no expectation. It's like, okay, I can't do it. Because you can't do it, you know? The yeah, one who wants to get it right is the problem. It's when, you know, everything is uh, like, I, I'm surrendering because I, I can't do Because you I can't. Feel, I feel I can't and I That's have nothing to do. That's right. I, I feel um, powerless and yeah. hopelessness. That's right. And then it happens. And then it happens. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly then, it. Then, you know, this is always with, with the contraction before, you know, very, very dense. And then it's like a cramp, you know, your know, muscle is like that, and then... Sh yeah. And then mm -hmm. it happens. And then let him go. It's kind of violent. Yes, indeed. 
Could we do it in a smoother way? <coughs> that it's not so helpless and hopeless. Yes. But then you, you, you don't have this um, feeling that you can't do. You see? I, but I wonder, instead of the doer, if you went to the control, it's like there really is no control. Show me where I know there is no control. Sh sh where is the place? If you can find that inside you, that's another way to do it. Where is the place of where there is no controller? Where the controller can't go? Where is that place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's the same thing. I want you to have lots of tools in your box. Yeah. You know? But right now, it's for the next phase, I think it would be really interesting to work with. Where is there no controller? Where is the controller absent? Because everything is absent. Because right now, the ego is showing up as the controller. That's the biggest uh, identification with the ego right now. Somebody else, it's needy. But for you, it's controller. You see? So you can keep the observer tool there, but let's use the okay, drop the controller. Where is the, where is there no controller? What's that what's that like? Go there. It, I would really work with that one for a while. I this may need to be later, but um, I would like for you to talk about the timeline stuff yeah. and how yeah. it interfaces with this. Yeah. Yeah. Can Comic. I, will you do yeah, that well, later? I will for sure, yeah. Because that was that was the other the other layer of your question. Yeah. yeah. So that was just it happening. That was actually anyway. Yes, that's right. right. It's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Something in you is detecting that it's coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's something about I you know, I agree with you on all the talking about, you know, this movement coming from pure consciousness and all that and feel all that. You know, I've known that. But <laughs> something's coming in about, okay, so that's all, com everything comes from pure consciousness. Yeah. So, what's different then about these things that are not pure consciousness? Everything is pure it, it consciousness. It is pure. I mean, there's almost, there's a contradiction in what you're saying, I guess, is what's coming and I don't know if there's something yeah. more needs to be okay. said or seen. Thank or... you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know. So so it's always pure consciousness. Even if even if the body, mind, person cannot detect, sense, and says pure consciousness is a load of bullshit and I'm the one making my own life. Yeah. It's still pure consciousness. Yeah. Even if it imagines up to be to separate, it's still pure consciousness. So its nature is pure consciousness and it's having the experience of, of imagining that it's out of sync with itself until it suffers so much that it aligns again. So the perception of duality is still pure consciousness but it will inevitably lead to suffering because that's what will make yeah. it want to go home. Yeah. So every thought is pure consciousness. Every thought is pure consciousness. There's only pure consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Even Hitler. Huh? Yes, even Hitler, of course. Even Hitler, of course. Every, it was all pure consciousness. Every step had to roll out the way it rolled out. Yeah. It's just what the quality of the experience is, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about the body-mind yeah. knowing that, that it's superimposing um, 
a subjective experience. And how it does that is it imagines it has an agenda. It actually just imagines it has an agenda. And we imagine, okay, I'm adding another layer. We imagine that the agenda is out of sync with pure consciousness. That's yeah. because our perception. Yeah. This is the same. Yeah. That's because our perception will, because we're wired to go home and go back to pure consciousness. We imagine that our perception is out of sync with pure yeah. consciousness when there's a personal agenda, and so therefore we're not in the flow and things work out negatively. That's a setup too. Yeah. That's it's not actually the truth. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not actually the truth. Yeah, it's a setup in order to, to, to circle itself back home. Yeah. Do you get that? That's really what's happening. Yeah. yeah. I'm delighted I can drop it down in a little. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I, I just want to come back to the non denial. Yeah. I, I finally just worked out that the tog is together, all three together. So is there any switching there or is it in. Time as I know it simultaneous. Being able to use the three lenses. Yeah, I think. Mm, mm, mm. For me, they come in and out as needed. Yeah. Sometimes it's a bit of a like, oh shoot, wrong lens. But they, they pretty much all the time come in and out as they're needed. Yeah. Do you know? So so there's no. Most of the time, I'm hanging as pure consciousness. But if a dualistic experience is happening, it's like, oh yeah, I've got to perceive it from there. And sometimes I get it wrong. Like if I'm talking to my husband or something, he'd be like, D just, d d I, I don't want you to agree with me right now. I need you to pull me out of this. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So, so actually, I, you know, I was going in empathizing. And it could be the flip as well. You know, just be my wife right now and empathize. I'm like, okay. I, you know, sometimes I can't read it, whichever one he, he needs. Um... That's where I get it wrong, I think. Or maybe he's the only one who yeah. tell me, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> 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 so it's being able to, to switch and you're in control of, of what lens you're looking at. Yeah, it's, 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 it's having the fluidity so that you're not stuck to anyone. Mm -hmm. You're not applying one, but that there's a kind of an appropriateness or a way to see and it's like... Oh yeah, the interconnectedness of everything is, is showing up right now. So what? But then I can say, oh God, I'm really hungry. You know, and it's a dualistic thing. And, and you know, and then there's a knowing. There's an always a knowing that this isn't anywhere. This, so, so there's, there's yes, the fluidity. fluidity. between the, the lenses. That's yeah. what I was, you know, what, yeah. that was my confusion. Yeah. 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 So the whole thing is a setup. <laughs> All of it is a setup. Michael, where are you at now with manifestation? Well, one thing he said, you're not, you're not, you're not picking your lenses, though. No, you're not picking them. They, they come in I, and out I, themselves. I they come in, the pure consciousness is... Pure consciousness is dictating, the, is dictating the lens. It's fluid. We're being lived. Yeah, I was... Oh. Right. I was asking you whether you're controlling it. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. No, not at all. Right. There's just a noticing of what lens is... Is, is picked okay. up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Thank you. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, everything I'm with. And the pure consciousness is doing everything. 
individual consciousness, the glove, is having its experience, but there's just movement. We could say that it's energy, we could say it's love, but it's just a movement of your consciousness. And then we have our fantasy world that we call human life. That's it. Doing it. We turn it into a story with labels. Story labels. Yeah. Everything, right? Yeah. Something in me got disappointed when that realization. Yeah. I get that. That what's the point? Yes. <laughs> what's the creation? Why create? <laughs> Why get up in front and teach somebody something? Well, I, I understand yeah. Yeah. it's pure consciousness doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You're not doing it. Pure consciousness wants that to happen. Yeah. And somehow there was a loss of investment in it. Yes. And that has to be grieved. And when that grief passes, something cranks up again. And there's a different type of enthusiasm for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's where I thought I was. Yeah. But like you said, when you're in a phenomenal world and you're with partners or things like you have this justification of I think this is where I am, but I don't can't explain it or not really sure what it is. And I'm not being lazy, but I am. <laughs> I want to be here, but I'm not. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense. Not to me right now. Okay. <laughs> Can I talk about the investment? Thing? Yes, please. Yeah. I remember that happening to myself. I cried at like, how did I invest so much fixing myself? <laughs> Broke my butt to make money to spend it on therapy. Like, ayahuasca camps to, or every darn thing I could find. From rebirthing to anything, anything, all of it, years of therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, it was for what? I guess it was for the ride, but fuck that. I invested long and hard. I broke my butt, sweat, and tears. So much effort went into that. And now it's just, oh, now consciousness says, oh, that was just for the experience. And <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. And when the anger went, I cried. I was just so darn disappointed at the setup and how what a stupid idiot I was to fall for it in the first place. That was, that was the process. Man, I was really pissed off. Really pissed off. And when that phase passed, I kind of forgave myself for being in ignorance, so deeply in ignorance that I fell for it. That was the turning point. It's like, I just got to forgive myself for really falling. I really fell for it. That's how you do it. That that's what you got to do. <laughs> and I did have to do it because I had no other, nobody else told me. Then there's a whole story. My God, if I had had, you know, somebody in my life, if somebody had put a non-duality book instead of a healing book in front of me. Hey, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run all that story. You can run all that story. You know, it's like, okay, that's just me. More bullshit. Forget it. Forget it. It is what it is. So I forgave myself for being so darn ignorant and believing the bullshit. And then somehow, um, 
somehow it became playful. It kind of became a bit of fun. It got lighter. I couldn't take it so seriously because you have to invest to take it seriously. Ah, Martina. Where's Martina? That's what's going on. There's a, that's, why, that's why, that's the absence of levity. Yeah, yeah, I would have invested an awful lot in therapy. That's it. Yeah. It's, the, it's to revisit the investment. Yeah, yeah that, that's what it is. That's what's keeping it dense for you. That's how we're going to find the levity. Is, is you, you, to shift your perspective so that you can see, yeah, I needed that intensity in order to, to stick at it and be determined and get through it. But now it's just the heaviness. I'm actually all right. Like, oh, that's what I feel. I'm all right. But I feel it's like I'm still living it. Yeah. So, so what would it be like if you didn't have, if you could see, yeah, the investment was for that, but really, actually, there was nothing to be gained. It was just, it was just for that ride. There's nothing to be gained. So if you can let go of the investment, the lightness comes in. I just feel my head going... <laughs> yeah, it is in movement in it. Yeah. But I, I know that feeling. I feel like yeah. my body is, my left side, it's like I'm holding on. I'm yeah. like, what the hell am I going yeah. for? Because when we invest, it's like you spend your whole life, you know, <laughs> investing as many people did and then a crash comes, like investing financially and then thump, it's all gone. It's like all the emotions of, was I stupid? Did I get that advice? Did I, what, what, absolutely like a financial investment. It's the same thing. And that bank crashes and there's nada. That's what it's like. Nada. Yeah. Nada. <laughs> Gone. Very same. Very same thing. So you've got to make peace with that. Because you've got to get to the other side of that. Yeah, but the ego doesn't like this spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It wants to quicken something. Let's get invested in something. Yes. Again. Mm. Crank up some new story Let's here. Crank something up. Yeah, because we need goals <laughs> and we need to make it happen. I need a motivation it. here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got it. So that old motivation has to die off if you're going to be listening to something else. So you have to make peace with it was what it was and it went nowhere. Nowhere. It was a ride. It was for nothing. There was no goal. So whatever you need to do to do that. But I found I had to actually forgive myself for being such a bloody fool for believing it. That's what it felt like. It was like, wow, I, I, I really felt for it. I really, really believed that was how it worked. And then I would kind of discover I was just light and would yeah, happily happy out of it. Part of me is embarrassed by it. Yes. <laughs> you bet. You bet. <laughs> yeah, you fell for Maya. <laughs> as, as did 99.99% of humanity. Somebody missed it. Well, somebody didn't bother? Yeah, I guess. Avatars, I guess. You know, If there are authentic avatars, sure. They, they just don't come in with the sticky. The potential for the sticky. I almost feel, Jack, that I know what you're feeling there. That sort of humiliation, if you like. <laughs> embracing that humiliation of what we thought we were brings a humility to us of just being what is if even if those words can say it but that humiliation does rinse us out of what we took ourselves to be and brings a <laughs> I can only describe it as humility a gratitude. 
and, and an ability to laugh at yourself for being for taking yourself to be something else and for taking your life to be about something else. Uh, the attitude that it was the key to unlock the shackles of thinking we were something, mm-hmm. or there was a reason, or there was something to do. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's like it restores innocence on some weird level. Yes. Like it really does give that gift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Innocence. Yeah. That's something that the first uh, book of actually Byron Katie was titled Are You Willing to Lose the Moon? Are You Willing to Lose the Moon? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Mm. So when you make that, that yeah. step. No? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No? yeah. And it's a beautiful moment because it's just mm-hmm. you facing, as Ian says, it's, it's, it's a, hum- a lesson in humility, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, wow, I, I, I fell for that. I really fell for it. Wow. And, and <coughs> it's an antidote, you know, to a lot of egoic... It's like you're a hypocrite. I'm out there teaching people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that role can still continue. Yeah, the, the pure consciousness. But... With, yeah, but 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 like yeah, but you yeah you, you have to do completely change your relationship with it because you have to see what what's really going on. What was it for? What was that ride about? You know, you can you let it all go? And maybe it'll come back to you in another way. You see, but you fell for it, yeah. It worked for a while, I guess. Kept you distracted. Gave you a movie to play with. Gave you a script, you know. It was going nowhere. Some experiences to store. Indeed. Yeah. As long as you're not trying to bring that with you to, to give it value. Yeah. Are we done for now? All right.